I have jumped out of a plane, and I actually won an award for it, because when you're at my level, you almost can't help winning at everything you do, uh, even if it's not technically even a competition. <laughs> there are some entrepreneurial lessons to be learned from skydiving, there's some life lessons to be learned from skydiving, and today I'm sharing those with you. See. This episode is vital. I mean, if you don't listen, understand, and apply everything, and, and you're up in a plane, and you don't know how to jump out and, and survive when the plane isn't working anymore, you will 100%, without a doubt, no questions asked, probably die. I, I've seen this happen before. It's like they're in a plane, and they don't know what to do when it is going to go down, and then people die and, you know, steal family from people that people didn't even know they had so it's don't let this happen to you now let's get into it so you don't die hit it james i'm brad johnson and i'm turning losers like you into winners like me the Brad Johnson Show, with your host, Brad Johnson. Get ready to start winning. And now your host, Brad Johnson. Hey, I'm your host, Brad Johnson, here, uh, not with me today, uh, James Kirkland, because this is a solo episode, but welcome anyway to The Brad Johnson Show, where we're turning losers like you into winners like me. So glad to have you here, pouring my voice, as always, into your very cavernous brain cavity. I did say hit a James there at the start, but James isn't here. This is a solo episode. This is where I'm I'm, I'm flying solo. <laughs> There's a plain joke for you. Um, actually, uh, not flying. I'm actually sitting here uh, at my Aquadesk 3000. That's right, I am podcasting in my pool. You could call it a pool cast, except I already trademarked that, so uh, you can't call it that, because um, that's something I trademarked. So um, yeah, just chilling here in the pool. Uh, this is uh, one of the models, they, they call it an infinity pool, because it doesn't look like it has an edge. So like I'm sitting here, and the edge just goes out, and just like... Whoosh, like just right there, it looks like it meets the ocean. Like um, this this overlook that I have across the beach uh, to the ocean. I, I had the designers like level a pool like up and down in such a way so that the infinity part of the pool looks like it just carries right on into the ocean. So it's uh, it's an amazing pool um, as far as uh, pools go. And uh, yeah, it's called an infinity pool, and um, I, I love it. I, I love being in this pool. I love uh, my Aquadesk. I love uh, just sipping here on my uh, winning liquefied. Just, you know, helping my voice stay uh, pure and silky and amazing like it always is. So, anyway, I uh, I just got back from a skydiving trip. And, um, you know, there were there was, you know, some inspiration for this. Um, I, I've skydived before. I've... I've <laughs> I've, I've skydiven before, excuse me, um, and um, uh, sky, skydiving is, is an amazing experience, but more than that, it's a survival technique, because planes don't always work. Now, I know, I know that may be a shock to you, because you've never seen a plane fall, you've never had next of kin maybe, like, die in a plane crash, but, um, you know, other people have, because planes are fallible they they don't always work like they should and when that happens people can die and uh, you know it's 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 sad it's it's bad um 
you know, it, it may result in you getting $18 million from, you know, your rich next of kin that you didn't know you had. But that's not the point. The point is that planes don't always work. And when they don't always work, you need to have a backup plan, okay? You need to be prepared to, um, you know, do whatever you need to do so that you don't die when that plane dies, okay? So just because a plane dies doesn't mean you have to die. And that's what today is all about. It's, it's some lessons that I learned, you know, while I was skydiving with, with this whole concept in mind of, you know, the fact that planes don't always work and skydiving is not just a hobby. Like some people are like, Oh, like why I would never go skydiving because it is scary or, you know, something like that. Some lame excuse, but it's like, it's not about that. Skydiving was actually originally created as a way to not die when a plane dies. Okay. So people don't know the history of skydiving. It was actually, um, you know, this guy um he like uh was in a plane uh this is back you know long time ago like probably the 80s or something like that and uh this guy was you know on a plane and it's it like stopped working he's like oh no what, what am i gonna do and he was actually um he he made silk blankets for a living and uh so he just had a bunch of silk blankets in the back of his plane he's like you know these um they don't breathe very well so they're not very comfortable to uh you know have wrapped around you tight but what if i didn't have it wrapped around me tight and i just like had it up above my head it wouldn't let the air through and so the air would uh, like slow me down as i fall so he's um in this plane it's going down, and um, yeah, he's his name was Ross Jacobs, I, I think, and uh, he was just like, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stand for this. I'm not gonna sit down for this. I'm not gonna be in any position except out of this plane for this. So he just like grabbed one of his silk blankets, like held on really tight to the corners, and jumped out of the plane. And voila, skydiving was born. Now, obviously, the sport, um, well, I call it a sport. It's it's the survival technique of skydiving has developed since then and has really become more of a thing it's like a lot of things um they kind of started out as a survival skill and kind of turned into a sport uh like bull running that's also something that i've done there in, in spain uh, multiple times <laughs> won the won the trophy there as well uh for running away from the most bulls um it was it was amazing uh anyway so that you know started out as a survival skill and became a sport uh rodeoing um that also has uh started Started out as a survival skill and became a sport. Um, checkers also started out as a survival skill. Most people don't know that. And now it's a sport. Um, so the same thing with skydiving. Like it started out as a survival skill and now it's a sport and people don't pay attention to the important parts about it. And because of that, people don't know how to do it. And like, I mean, would you let people in a boat if they didn't know how to swim? Okay. That's, that's the question we're asking here. If, would, why would you let people on a plane who didn't know how to fly? It just doesn't make sense to me. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of legislation, some lobbying that needs to be done. But um, so you don't let people on a, a boat who won't, can't swim. You don't let people in a, in a car who can't, like, um, uh, roll. Like, if they need to jump out of the car, they need to be able to roll. And most people can do that. That's why pretty much anyone, everyone can drive a car. But not everybody can fly. And uh, not everybody can skydive. So uh, if you can't skydive or fly you shouldn't be flying that's you shouldn't get on a plane shouldn't be allowed on a plane like that should be the first thing like forget the knives and the guns and stuff tsa this is what you need to be screening for um so <laughs> sorry bit of a soapbox standing on a soapbox in my pool uh so it's making the water a little soapy but uh that's all right because it's important stuff to know so anyway 
I just uh, wanted to re-up my uh, my skillage on the skydiving front, so um, I just got back from there. It was life-changing, I, I tell you. Um, there's just there's just nothing like uh, you know the the wind blowing through your hair, and I have I have really nice hair, so when the wind blows through it, it's um, you know <laughs> I like to think of it as a privilege for the wind uh, to really experience my hair in that way. But you know it feels good on my hair as well. So just uh, you know flying out of the plane, feeling that uh, you know, and, and getting to wear really cool goggles. Um, that is something that I, I look forward to every time I go skydiving. Uh, so anyway. Yeah, skydiving, jumping out of the plane, the the adrenaline rush, the, the the just everything that goes into it, and then seeing seeing the Earth from a different perspective, I think that is huge. Uh, so anyway, I've got some lessons that we want to get into from skydiving that you can use in your life as an entrepreneur or as a loser. So, first one, balance comes after releasing the need for control. Okay, so most people don't know this about skydiving, that uh, you you don't just jump and like and fall and then pull a thing and like don't not die. Instead, like there's technique to it. Like, um, you know, I'm I'm really really good at it. Um, I actually I've instructed several people on it like while they were falling and uh, just like no you dude you're doing it wrong. Uh, I had to yell it, but um, so anyway. You, you have to let go of the need for control. And, uh, you know, for some people, that's hard. For me, it's, it's really easy. But, uh, you know, balance is just kind of a natural part of my life. Um, when you're this uh, skilled and this good-looking, uh, balance just really does come naturally. The next one is uh, live in the moment, okay? Uh, be in the moment. You know, that's it's kind of a cliche. Some, uh, a lot of people, you know, say, oh, we'll just, you know, live in the moment, be in the moment or whatever. And I say no, okay? forget that that's that's lame platitudes and uh you know those are only found in australia and they're confusing and you don't want those in your life so um get rid of those don't don't live in the moment don't be in the moment instead be the moment okay that that's what this really comes down to where every moment you should be the moment so everybody else's moment is you Okay, so anyone who's around you, like whether they're skydiving with you, whether you know you're giving a keynote, whether you're introducing to them uh, yourself to them at a like a mixer, a social event of some sort, like you should be the moment. Like it, it, it should be like just you as the moment. So if, if the clock had a like, okay, they say clocks have faces, and if that face was anything, it was you. Okay, so I want you to put your face on a clock. Okay, and so, <clears throat> same thing with somebody's like Apple Watch. Like you can change the faces on those too. So um, yeah, just be. Which Apple Watch is not waterproof. I found that out. Um, so be careful there when you're using your Aquadesk. So be the moment. Forget living in the moment. Forget being in the moment. Just be the moment. That's really simple, and I don't understand why more people don't do it. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm really good at it. So when I see people failing, it's kind of like, oh man, man, so glad I'm not, not them. All right. So the next one, next real key takeaway that I had from skydiving here, uh, this time was that you learn the most when you lose your balance. And now, uh, this also may seem pretty counterintuitive because most people are like, well, Brad, when, when did you lose your balance? And the answer is I haven't because, you know, I'm so good at balancing that, um, I don't lose it. But when I see other people lose their balance, then I'd be like, wow, okay. I can, I can see what they did wrong there. I can see what I did right in comparison to what they did wrong. And therefore I'm not going to do what they just did because I'm a winner. 
Okay. So when other people lose their balance, um, that's when I learn the most. So, uh, and then, you know, you can learn too, uh, because you're seeing me learn and you can learn from me learning from you failing. <laughs> it's a beautiful, it's, it's really the circle of life and, um, it's a beautiful thing. So there you go on that. Uh, the next one, things generally aren't as bad as they seem. Okay. Now this, this is a concept of life that I've, I've been learning, um, you know, for quite a while is that things are never as bad as they seem. Even, you know, when, when you have a partner like force you out of a business, um, that you created and was totally yours and, uh, they just forced you out and were jerks about it and like tried to take your money. And you were just like, no, that's not going to happen. And you're like, I'm going to find the best lawyer. And then you realize that you can't afford the lawyer. And then the, the lawyer just kind of laughs you out of his office. And then you're just like out on the street and like, I'm going to lose my business. And I don't know what to do and then you like try and get a cab and then realize that there's no more money left on your credit card and then you you wonder like what happened because you thought your credit card didn't have a limit and then you can't even get across town with an uber because like your uber credits have run out too and and um you know just examples just throwing stuff out there um but if anything like that ever you know like it's kind of crazy but it wouldn't but if something like that did happen you know um you have to realize that things generally aren't as bad as they seem, even when they do seem pretty bad. Like in, you know, that kind of random example that I just came up with off the top of my head. Um, so something like that. So you just got to realize that, you know, you know what? The sun will come out tomorrow. Uh, you can bet your bottom dollar. I mean, that tomorrow there will be sun. Okay. I uh, just thinking about tomorrow. It just, it clears away, away the cobwebs and, and all the sorrows just, you know, till there's none. And when I'm stuck in a day that's like just gray and, and lonely, I just stick out my chin and grin and say, you know, the sun will come out tomorrow. So you just got to hang on till tomorrow. You come what may tomorrow. Uh, I love you tomorrow. There's, a, there's always going to be another day. So just remember that. Remember that. Remember that. All right. So things that aren't generally as bad as they seem. And the, the best thing to remember there is that, um, you know, if you lose everything, you, you still have me because I'm still doing this podcast. And if I lost everything, I would still have me. I would still have my brain. Like, unless, you know, somebody took my brain, then I wouldn't have it. But for the most part, you know, barring something like that, I'm going to still have my brain. And with my brain, I can rebuild whatever I built because I already built it. And so I know how to build it so I can rebuild it. Ah, oh, man, that's good stuff right there. All right. So things aren't generally as bad as they seem. And remember, also, this is another another key lesson that fear is slavery. Don't be afraid. Like I, I talk, I've talked about before about putting all your chips on the table and don't don't worry if somebody's going to try and eat them. Because, you know, there's always more chips. Like, Lay's has huge, like, production facilities for chips. Um, there's there's other brands, Sun Chips. They, they, make, they make chips as well. And so you never have to worry. There's always going to be more chips. Or you could start a chip business. And that's actually something that I've been, it's in, in the development phase, the, the Brad Johnson chip. And, uh, you know, working on the name there. But uh, that that's, just remember that fear is going to put you in slavery and going to prevent you from putting your chips on the table. And if your chips aren't on the table, table like nobody can see how many chips you have and be impressed with you and um, therefore they're not going to do business deals with you so that fear is slavery get rid of the fear don't let it uh, control you just break through and and become a winner like me
And remember, this is this is the last one, and this this is so impactful. Um, just listen as my voice says it to your brain. Success, winning, those things are beyond your comfort zone. You heard me right. They're beyond your comfort zone. So wherever your comfort zone is, like outside of those, that's where success and winning is. And for some people, like it may be like way outside um, the comfort zone. Uh, but eventually your comfort zone uh, could become my, like mine. And my comfort zone encapsulates winning and success. Like in, So now, like all the winning and success that I do, that's totally in my comfort zone because I've done it so many times that it's just, it's easy now. So it's in my comfort zone. But for most of you, pretty much all of you, it's not gonna be in your comfort zone. So you gotta remember that success and winning are outside your comfort zone. You gotta go there to get them. And uh, you know, if, if that means pulling out the credit card and going to bradjohnsonshow.website slash course and actually, you know, laying the money down to, to get the course, then, uh, then that's what it's gonna take. Okay, uh, and if that's outside your comfort zone, just know that you're doing something right. Okay, you're, you're finally doing something right by going to bradjohnsonshow.website/course. And again, that's bradjohnsonshow.website/course. All right, so um, there you go, people. Just some lessons from uh, my most recent skydiving adventure. <laughs> I say most recent because, like I said, you know, I've I've done it so much and um, done some instructing on the way down. It really is fantastic. If you haven't done it, like I said, you need to because if you're going to be flying, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't die and leave people without their next of kin that they didn't even know they had. If you don't know how to skydive, it's just, it's maddening. It really is. Oh, anyway, all right. So it's uh, I actually do have a quote of the day here today. Uh, I'm going to leave you guys with this. This is from Stephen Wright. And uh, with a name like that, you know he can't be wrong. He said this, listen, and, and, and be quoted of the day. If at first you don't succeed, then skydiving definitely is not for you. Steve, you really, you really nailed it right there. So true. So true. Skydiving is not for you if you're not going to succeed the first time. And, uh, you know, be like me, because I do succeed the first time. Thanks so much for listening today, guys. Uh, from the Poolcast, <laughs> this has been Brad Johnson, your host, the um, the host of hosts, the guy who hosts hosts at his uh, house where he hosts hosts. Um, this has been uh, the Brad Johnson Show from my pool, you know, just looking out on the ocean here and uh, chilling with my Aquadesk 3000. This is uh, this has been an amazing episode. I know it's gonna change some lives. So make sure you share it with somebody because if you don't, then uh, we 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 need to spread this message that everyone needs to skydive before they can get on a plane and uh we'll we'll save some lives that way all right so thanks for listening today guys we'll talk to you next time ciao thanks for listening to the brad johnson show where every episode we bring you tips tricks interviews advice and answers to fix the mess that is your life while helping you stop being a loser and start winning in business health and your personal life show us your face tweet us your tweets and insta your grams at brad johnson show the brad johnson show Winners only.